Orlando Speedway, the heart of stock car racing in Central Florida. As any kid will tell you, green means only one thing. Green means go. Leaning into turns, the fearless young fox downed the needle, roaring by in a prop car. Who knew she was one of the greats? Then, zoom, zoom, zoom. A metallic flash, then another, and another. She can barely see now, as the beam glides before her in living color, then disappears in smoke ahead. A man in a unisuit yells, cut. Hey, wait a sec, this isn't a stock car race. It's a Hollywood movie shoot. Just then, a pretty girl, dressed in a white jumpsuit, leapfrogged out the window of the car, like a snow leopard. Her helmet, face, and clothes splattered with mud. A chunky cameraman shook her mitt and said, great job, lady. Where is she going? What does she want? Who is this puma of the pavement? Why, it's Possum Harding, of course. It's 1977, and you're listening to The Possum Harding Adventures. Okay, baby, let me see some ID. Step away from the car, mister. Nobody moves, and nobody gets hurt. I'm Possum Harding. Only 18. She has a taste for fast cars and unsolved mysteries. With her team of friends, she travels the Sunshine State, righting wrongs, solving mysteries, and looking for excitement. Welcome to 1977. This is Orlando. You're listening to Possum Harding Adventures with Jupiter Gadsden. Okay, people, let's set up. If you're cast, you're on a two-hour break. If you're crew, set up for scene eight. Let's go, people. Time is money. Orlando Speedway, home of the best stock car racing in Central Florida. This week, the track was converted into a movie set for a motion picture called The Forgotten Well of Wishes, directed by Danny Brandel and starring Honey Crisp. Last week, Honey's stunt double, Ivy Woods, perished while shooting a scene. Called in as a last-minute replacement for Woods was local hero and stock car racer, 19-year-old Possum Harding. Finished her last scene of the day, Possum went to meet Danny Brandel, who was sitting beneath a teal Orlando tourism umbrella, reading about the recent hijackings in Florida. With him, chewing her nails, was the 47-year-old Hollywood star Honey Crisp. As Possum approached, Randall looked up. He introduced Possum to Honey, who, shaking Possum's hand, said, The feeling's mutual, I'm sure. Possum thought Honey looked older and more considerable in real life. Would you join us for lunch, Possum? asked Danny. At Fast Track, the house restaurant at Orlando Speedway, Possum, Danny Brandale, and Honey Crisp had a bite to eat. Danny and Possum ordered a small salad niçoise each. Honeycrisp ordered a fettuccine alfredo with a carafe of red wine. I saw the rushes, Possum, said Brendel. You're fantastic. 
When your producer, Matthew Westlock, called last week and asked me to be a stunt driver in your film, I had visions of grandeur. I thought being in a movie would be, um, you know, glamorous. Brandel grew solemn. Being a stunt girl is hard work, Possum. After all, the girl you're replacing was killed. You mean Ivy Woods? asked Possum. Shaking his head in affirmation, Brandel turned solemn. Ivy was in hundreds of films. She was doing a simple slow-mo last week when her car exploded. It doesn't make any sense. Slow-mo? asked Possum. Shop talk for slow motion. When we film special effects in Hollywood, for safety's sake, we shoot the scene in slow motion, and then, for excitement, we speed them up again. Is that how you do it, Sid Honey, rolling her eyes? Possum slipped on her aviators and said, I'll never believe what I see in the movies again. Take it from me, Tabby, said the aging starlet. It's Possum, ma'am, interrupted you-know-who. Possum, Tabby, Kitty, whatever. Don't get involved with Hollywood. They only break your heart. After a quick lunch, Possum went to her trailer, stepped out of her jumpsuit, showered, cried, and changed into a pair of black jeans, blue t-shirt, and a polka dot navy scarf that made her blonde hair shimmer like the sun on the ocean. Possum rode to the garage where her car was stored and her mechanic, Precious Wilson, worked. In his trailer, director Danny Brandel spoke on a scrambled line to Cuba. I know, BB. I've heard Possum Harding is a snoop, but she's nothing a Cuban tough guy like you can't handle. See, I'll keep my eye on her. That BB Alvaro is a ninny. He's just another blade trying to make the top 10, said Honey, watching a soap. Then, a newsflash interrupted everything. Something about Cuba. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. Danny barked at Honeycrisp to turn up the sound. What is your name, please, ma'am? Irene Gooding, Parker, Indiana. Ms. Gooding, what is your opinion of the planes that are being hijacked to Cuba, and what do you think could be done to stop it? Well, I think it's a disgrace to our country, first of all, and because I love America, and I'm a pure red-blooded American. But I really don't know the answer because I'm not on the inside, but I think we could cut the strings and hold that little island down there or something like that. And let it go. And let it go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good. It's not about our operation. How many missile parts have we illegally smuggled into the U.S. this year? Fourteen. No one will ever know this motion picture is nothing but a beard for a weapons part smuggling operation. This sure beats making a real movie because, A, I don't have to think about what I eat, and B, I don't have to memorize a script, and C, we make eight times the money just for showing up. Speaking of which, said Brandel, we should get down to the set and make sure that Goody Miss Two Shoes Possum Harding isn't sticking her nose into places it shouldn't go. Why don't we stay here, Danny? I'm lonely. Give me a kiss. I'm lonely. Just a little while. Why don't we stay here, Danny? I'm lonely. Oh, hello. You're back. Let me show you around. Over here is Possum's headquarters. 
that humble cinder block structure is where she keeps her car, Brother Louie, a 1974 AMC Javelin. Over at the picnic table are some of Possum's friends and allies. At the outdoor fryer is the free will in Buster Lee, 19. Born in a teepee, his daddy was an actor and jazz singer. Buster Lee always wears a crop top. Then there's his mama, Neely Cairo. She's a genuine psychic. She's been on the TV and stuff like that. Beneath the teal Orlando tourism umbrella, with a bottle of ranch dressing, is Possum's mentor, the stunning Melanie Daniels. A late 30-something, stock car racer, local celebrity, and former swimwear model. Her McDreamy Bufu is the 42-year-old U.S. Special Agent Taylor McQueen. On the barbecue grilling Marlin is Precious Wilson, 24, fifth-generation conkhead from Key West, a black belt in karate, and certified level 5 race car mechanic. Everyone at the track wanted Precious on their team, but only Possum had the moral bedrock Precious extolled. Precious also teaches skydiving and scuba. Did I mention she was fluent in five languages? No? Oh well. Of course, an epic story as big as the Possum Harding Adventures has more characters than you can shake a stick at. So we'll introduce them, one at a time, as the story unfolds. Cool? After lunch, wanting to clear their minds, Precious and Possum went into town and took a walk around Lake Eola. You know, Possum, said Precious, I saw rushes of the Ivy Woods incident last night. My friend Matt Westlock is one of the producers on the film. And, said Possum, and something's not right. Look at the facts. Ivy Woods was a seasoned professional. She was doing that scene, driving eight miles an hour. Her car was a prop and not the real McCoy. All she had to do was skid a little, burn some rubber, and that was that. When I looked at the footage, there was no reason for that car to blow up, ending her life. Lost in thought, Possum turned dramatically and said, I don't know what you've heard, but there have been rumors about this movie. Spies, missiles, Cubans. Do you think Ivy found out something? Precious bit her lip and said, we should get back to the garage, Possum. We have a big race next week, and I want to tune up Brother Louie. Just then, Possum's lipstick radio started beeping. This is RC calling PH. RC calling PH. Come in, Possum. This is Possum Harding. Possum, it's Roman Cardinelli. I just got back from lunch, and there was a note on the windshield of my car. What did it say? It says, if you want to know what happened to Ivy Woods, meet me tonight at the Bel Air Club at 10 p.m. If you don't, I can't guarantee your safety. The Bel Air? Isn't that the gentleman's only club? I don't know. I'm from Italy. I'll come get you. Oh no. Oh my god. Oh no. Possum, I gotta run. The Possum Harding Adventures will be back after these important messages. Where your nightmares end, Willard begins. Look at the rats! Tear them up! No, Willard! No, no! No, Willard! 
Willard from Cinerama releasing. Rated GP, all ages, parental guidance. Willard is the one movie you should not see alone. My favorite time of day is night. I love curling up with a rich cup of coffee. You think coffee and sleep don't mix? They do if it's high point. It's decaffeinated, and the flavor's marvelous. You see, high point has a special way of capturing flavor, deep-brewed flavor. Mmm. It's a coffee lover's dream. Deep-brewed high point, now with our richest aroma ever. In the new issue of TV Guide magazine, discover what's new in the second generation of video cassette recorders. Don't miss TV Guide. Possum chose a black and white silk dress with an ascot bow tie from Teal Traina. It was the perfect look for a night at the Bel Air. If they let her in. At the same time, Possum was haunted by the explosion that almost killed Roman. I hope it has nothing to do with the hijackings. Does anyone know who's behind it? If anyone knows, said Roman, looking up at the sky, they're not saying. Possum looked at her watch. 9.57. Oh, here we are, the Bel Air Club. Gentlemen only. You know what, Roman? It's 1977. You'd think they get with it. The door opened, and Roman and Possum were met by Archer, the doorman, who looked them up and down and said, I'm sorry, no merchants, only constituent members, and no females allowed. The Bel Air is a men's club. Roman, who was five years away from receiving his US citizenship, knew by now how to act American. So he pushed his formidable nose through the door, saying, Do you know who this is? It's Possum Harding. Oh, I do say. Excuse me. Do come in, Miss Harding. And who is this gentleman? That's Roman Cardinelli, the junior manager of Orlando Speedway. Aren't you the one from Lake Como? said the stuffy doorman. My sister lives in Lake Como. Maybe you know her? She's married to the shoemaker, Roberto. He made shoes for Anne Margaret. Once in the club room, Archer the doorman introduced Possum and Roman to Matthew Westlock, the good-looking Harvard grad who used to write for the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour before they made all that trouble for themselves by going up against the system with daring political satire. A waiter took their order. Cranberry and soda, said Westlock. I'll have what he's having, said Possum. I've heard a lot about you, Possum, said Westlock. I hope I don't let you down, said Possum. We have a mutual friend, said Westlock. Precious Wilson, said Possum. I met her skydiving. She saved my life, said Westlock. Mine too. So you called me to work on the movie, said Possum. Yes. The Forgotten Well of Wishes, said Westlock. Who killed Ivy Woods, said Possum. The answer's in Havana, said Westlock. Do I have to go, said Possum. Do you have a choice, said Westlock. I know someone who can get me in, said Possum. Taylor McQueen, said Westlock. So in a circular way, said Possum, what you're saying is you do more than produce mindless tax write-off action-adventure vehicles that pit one cliché character against another, against a backdrop of artifice that only an actor whose career was toast would sign on for, said Possum. Is that what you think I do? Said Westlock. Do you know Melanie? Said Possum. Daniels? Of course. Said Westlock. Is she coming to Havana too? Said Possum. You'll find out soon enough. Said Westlock. Pulling out his diner's club card to pay for drinks, Roman said, After listening to the two of you, I don't want to be an American anymore.
With the help of Melanie Daniels, Taylor McQueen, a box of hair dye, and a pair of sunglasses, Possum Harding was secreted into Cuba, undetected. At 9 a.m., the three amigos went to La Congo Cafe to meet Bibi Alvaro, Cuba's top young driver. Possum spied the gorgeous buck right away. I'm Possum Harding. You must be Bibi Alvaro. These are my associates, Taylor McQueen. And of course, Senorita Melanie Daniels, said Bibi. You're one of the most famous women in the world. Thank you, said Melanie. What do you know about the Ivy Woods incident? Oh, it's that terrible movie she was shooting in Orlando, said Bibi. There are many bad people working on that. Like, said Possum. Like Honey Crisp. She's as corrupt as Castro, said Bibi. Then, cutting in, Daniel said, Try not to look like you're looking, but look who just walked in. Bibi Alvaro recognized both characters. Spooked, he stood up and ran out the door in a panic. Bibi, come back, said Melanie. Come back. But it was too late. He was gone. As part of our ongoing commitment to making the world a better place, the Possum Harding Adventures presents Knowing the 20th Century. Today, the Cuban Missile Crisis. In the fall of 1962, the United States demanded that the Soviets halt construction of a newly discovered missile base in communist Cuba. The USA, Cuba, and the Soviet Union were the key ingredients in a toxic stew that could have become World War III at the drop of a penny. Fortunately, Cooler heads prevailed, and the missile bases were closed. But U.S. President Kennedy ordered an embargo and banned all American citizens from doing business with or traveling to Cuba. Today, it's 1977, and with the rare exception of people like Possum Harding, Melanie Daniels, or Taylor McQueen, it's still illegal for Americans to travel to Cuba. You dyed your hair black before coming to Cuba, Possum, said Melanie Daniels. Without that disguise, Honeycrisp and Danny Brandel would have instantly recognized you. Just then, on the Hotel PA system. Paging Possum Harding. Paging Possum Harding. Miss Harding, you have a long distance call on line one. This is Possum Harding. To whom am I speaking? Uh-huh. Yeah, we just met B.B. Alvaro. That explains why he ran out of the Congo Cafe like he'd seen a ghost. They're smuggling? They're smuggling what? Precious, you're breaking up. Precious, are you there? Returning from Cuba, 
Possum Harding, Taylor McQueen, and Melanie Daniels were whisked through customs. Seeing Possum, the young agent said, Hey, it's Possum Harding. Welcome back to Orlando, Miss Harding. Possum was about to hand over her passport when the enthusiastic agent waved it away with that I don't need to see your passport look in his eye, look. Instead, he asked if she had anything to declare. Possum said, only that Cubans are nice, but their Chinese food is terrible. Once they got the luggage, they hopped into Precious Wilson's car and headed back to the garage at the Orlando Speedway. On the way there, Precious said, while you were in Cuba, Buster Lee and I borrowed one of the prop cars from the movie. You what? said Possum. Outside Possum's garage, Precious cooled her jets and the gang tiptoed in. It was dark, and the prop car, which Buster Lee and Precious borrowed from the movie props department, was at the center of the garage on a lift, covered by a thin tarpaulin. Possum heard breathing and said, Who's there? Leaping out of the darkness, brandishing a gun, came Honey Crisp. Beside her was Danny Brandel. Always aggressive, Danny threw the first punch. Someone hurled a switch and the lights came on. Then all heck broke loose. Ha! It was Honey, Danny, and their hired thugs against Possum and her team. Talk about fighting dirty. One of the apes in a yellow one-piece threw a can of motor oil at Precious. Hiya! But she ducked the can, and Judo chopped him on the scruff, ha. and knocked him to the floor. Then a thug, in blue leisure wear, grabbed a stool and thrust it at Buster Lee. But furniture alone would not stop the fiery young colt. Ha, ha. Suddenly, swinging from the rafters came Taylor McQueen. He ripped open his shirt, yelled like a jungle animal, and pulled an enormous tool rack off the wall. And it came down on two of the punks. Usually, she stood out of the way, but today, Melanie Daniels, using her oversized handbag, felled one of the hooligans with a direct blow on the kisser. Someone would be seeing the dentist soon enough. Then, like a rabid dog, Danny Brandel grabbed an electric drill and jabbed it at Possum. But it was all for naught, because just as Brandel lunged, Precious leapt off a packing crate and smashed his skull with the family-sized container of curl cream. As the fight was winding down, Honey tried to slam Taylor with a wrench, but Possum karate chopped the aging starlet, ah. and Crisp dropped to the floor, like an apple from Newton's tree. Staring at the unconscious diva, Possum shook her head and said, You're gonna have one heck of a headache when you wake up. The Possum Harding Adventures will be back after these important messages. I know my own needs. And what I need from an automobile, I know I get from this new Cordova. I could ask for nothing beyond the quality of Cordova's workmanship, the tastefulness of its appearance. I request nothing beyond the thickly cushioned luxury of seats available even in soft Corinthian leather. Yet it is on the highway where Cordova best answers my demands. I have much more in this small Chrysler than great comfort at a most pleasant price. I have great confidence, for which there can be no price. 
in Cordoba, I have what I need. Lately, with the fuel crisis, everybody's telling you what you can't do, where you can't go, why you can't have something. It's easy to forget the things you always wanted to do, like seeing a bit of the world. Pan Am would like to remind you that if you reserve early, you can still get a flight to Europe, the Caribbean, Latin America, Hawaii, and the Pacific. And if you start to feel a little guilty about running away from it all, don't. It will all still be there when you get back. On their way to lunch at the Fast Track, Possum and Precious ran into producer Matthew Westlock. Hey Possum, I heard all about the bus last night. You know, I never trusted Danny Brandell and Honeycrisp. They're going up the river for a long time, said Possum. But I liked Orlando, and you look great in the rushes. Have you ever thought about starring in an action-adventure series targeted at young viewers? It would be like an all-boy adventure with a girl at the center. Thanks, Mr. Westlock, but I'll stick to stock racing if you don't mind, replied Possum as she and Precious walked into the dining room. Lunching al fresco, Possum, wearing white jeans and a gingham top, listened as Precious Wilson unpacked the get-rich-quick scheme that killed Ivy Woods. It was all part of a ruse, said Precious, to smuggle Cuban missiles into Orlando, paint them to look like they were made in Brazil, and then sell them back to anti-Castro forces in Cuba at up to five times their value. Unfortunately, Ivy Woods was on the verge of learning everything. But even if Ivy Woods never got that far, there was still one problem. How's that, said Possum? You could never make a real bomb with all that junk. It was missing key parts. Just like a Honeycrisp movie is missing key parts, said Possum. Oh yeah? What's it missing? asked Precious. Style. Style is everything. You've been listening to Possum Harding Adventures with Jupiter Gadsden. If you like the pod, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Be sure to write a review and post on Apple Podcasts. Possum Harding Adventures musical theme written by Oliver Wickham. Incidental music by FMA.org. With special thanks to Kevin McLeod, Blue Dot Sessions, Chris Sabrisky, Lee Rosevere, and Jonathan Goldsmith. Pod Planet thanks Steve and Dana Gadsden, Adam Ive, Selena Fiorini, Dave Smith, Drew Froman, Monique Kelly, and Tattoo Sound and Music. Possum Harding Adventures is written and produced by PodPlanet.org Multiverse. See show notes and biographies at PodPlanet.org. Thank you for listening.